But prohibition provides us with one of the most enduring icons in American history, speakeasies. These were underground bars and saloons where prohibition was ignored. And the rise of organized crime, centered around bootlegging, bootlegging was the illegal supply of alcohol, became a part of life during the 20s, with the likes of Al Capone, Mayor Lansky, and Lucky Luciano becoming extremely popular. Sounds great, right? So why did it all come to an end? The unbridled growth in the 1920s couldn't last forever. People were buying so many new products that eventually the market became saturated. This slowed the pace of consumerism. And then there was the issue of credit cards. People had bought their goods on credit with money they didn't have. The government's relaxed laissez-faire approach created problems when the stock market started taking chances on risky investments for big returns. Then, in October 1929, it all came crashing down, bringing with it the Great Depression. The contrasts with the lofty years before it couldn't have been starker. As the economy continued to fall, people lost faith in the banking system, causing a run on the banks, which is where many people attempted to withdraw their savings. Those who were unlucky lost everything. Unemployment grew steadily as many people were fired. The president, Herbert Hoover, assured the public that the economy was fine, but the reality was very different. Unsurprisingly, he lost all credibility with the public, and in 1932 he was overwhelmingly beaten. The victor, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, promised to turn the depression around. His ambitious plan, called the New Deal, set out to reverse the failing economy and ensure that such a crash wouldn't happen again. So first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. Roosevelt's alphabet agencies, which we'll go into in more detail further on in the course, the WPA, PWA, NRA, SEC, TVA, AAA, CCC, and many more, were the agents of this change. They employed millions of Americans in a vast public works program that spread across the nation. But despite this flurry of legislation, the New Deal was unsuccessful in ending the Great Depression. And what did end it? The employment of millions of Americans due to the Second World War. Well, we will look at the effects of the New Deal later on in the series. But it's certainly safe to say that the effects of Roosevelt's ambitious plan live on to this day, and have left an unforgettable impact on American society. The 1920s and 30s were one of the most dynamic periods in American history, and an exciting one to study. So, get ready for your journey through the heights of prosperity to the pits of depression. Work and no play makes America a very dull country indeed. Play—that's what the Roaring Twenties brought to the country. 
It was a transition period, a decade sandwiched between the progressivism and war of the 1910s and the New Deal of the 1930s. So what made it so special? I mean, the leaders weren't exactly inspiring. Warren Harding, Calvin Coolidge and Herbert Hoover weren't much like Teddy Roosevelt or FDR. Well, they weren't about to set the world on fire, and from that vantage point, the 1920s seemed fairly uneventful. There were no great wars or nationwide work programs, but although prohibition remained in force throughout the 20s, it was socially a very exciting time. And prohibition is the ban on the manufacture, sale and distribution of alcohol, right? Right. It was a huge part of the progressivism movement in the 1910s. And when the 20s rolled in, progressivism faded away.